Welcome to the Audacious Black Girl Podcast, your spot for mental wellness, empowerment, and support for all of my gold-digging, ambitious, audacious Black girls. I'm Amanda, your host. I'm a licensed therapist, entrepreneur, and thought leader. Let's get into this episode. Welcome, everyone, to the Audacious Black Girl Podcast. This is your host, Amanda. Today, I am talking to Ricky McCoy. She is a holistic therapist and the founder and CEO of Flourishing Minds. She offers psychotherapy, wellness coaching, workshops, speaking engagements, and wellness retreats. It's the new year, and I think like most of us are probably trying to prioritize our self-care and really trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to do better this year? So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about self-care and talk about self-care and healing in community and how important it is, I think, for us Black and Brown women. So Ricky, thank you for being here, but I'll let you introduce yourself a little further. But yes, please. (laughs) Yes. Hello, hello. I am Ricky McCoy. I am LCSW and also a holistic therapist here in Atlanta, Georgia. And just as you said, Amanda, I provide individual therapy, um, wellness retreats. I do wellness coaching, all of the things around self-care and wellness. So I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about self-care and wellness for Black and Brown women and what better way to start our, our, our year, right? With being yes. mindful of what that looks like. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I haven't spoken to another therapist on Audacious Black Girl before, so I'm really, really excited. And oh. I'll just briefly say like why I reached out to Ricky. Um, I, her content and her social media is just like really woo-woo and all the spirituality and holistic. I used to say you're a holistic therapist, which I love because that's how I practice. I definitely mix in a lot of woo-woo. I definitely have clients who love that and are so appreciative. Yeah. So you probably have a similar experience. But I was like, I got to get her on, especially to talk about just self-care and how that looks like for us and even how we can mix in like all that spirituality stuff and the woo-woo into our self-care practices. But we will get into that. So can you tell people what a holistic therapist is? Because I think a lot of people probably never heard of it or don't know. Yes. So as a holistic therapist, um, one of the things that I like to say about holistic therapy is you know, we have talk therapy, right? Mm -hmm. And that's our way of like talking through all the things. So that's traditional therapy. That's really therapy as we know it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But there are also other ways of healing yourself, uh, mind, body, and spirit. And so as a holistic therapist, I bring in um, evidence-based like holistic practices, different modalities, along with talk therapy, just to help clients really find that mind, body, spirit connection. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so some of the things that we do, we, 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 we practice um, just being mindful, like let's learn to be present. Let's learn Mm -hmm. how to bring your mind back to the present moment. Let's learn how to tune into your body, like really Mm -hmm. learn what your body um, is showing you in moments of stress, right? How is it showing up not only in your mind and in your thoughts and in your behaviors, but also in your body, right? Um, A lot of yoga, yoga for trauma. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much, our bodies hold on to so many emotions, trauma and all the things, right? And so educating people that that energy, that buildup, that tension, all of that stress, like we need to release that. 
And we can release that through yoga. We can do breath work to mm-hmm. really like learn how to breathe properly and really slow down our nervous systems. And um, we can do sound healing. Yeah. We can do Reiki to really like learn about our energies and like learn how to move certain negative energy out of our bodies and out of our spaces. Yeah. And so that's what I do as a holistic <laughs> therapist and just really help people. Like I feel like as people, we're just, we're not going, we're nonstop yeah. we're all day all night like let's learn how to slow down let's learn how to be present and in those moments is where the woo-woo comes in right like that's where you can hear what the universe god spirit like whatever it is is trying to tell you about your life oh my gosh i love that because i'm such an advocate for like rest to receive Yes. Right. Because we are constantly moving and doing all the things and searching for answers and searching for guidance, but you you won't get that guidance if you just don't rest. It's Absolutely. not going to come. You have to because you need busy. to listen. Yeah. Because yeah, you're, you're not to pay attention. Exactly. Exactly. So I love that you incorporate all the holistic elements into your practice because you know that inner work part of it, like talk mm-hmm. therapy, which is what we both do. It's deep, right? It can get deep, but like it's all connected to all these different domains we have within, all these spiritual levels that we have within that adding those holistic practices, like you said, the Reiki and the sound therapy, all those things can really help tap into that. And I think, and you could probably agree, make talk therapy that much more effective. Oh, absolutely. And so we're able to make those mind, body, and spirit connections. Connections, that part, that part. Yes. Even here you're you saying saying that, right? When I'm thinking about the fact that I know you work with a lot of black and brown women, right? Is there for you maybe even like an ancestral like connection between um just connecting to like the spirit, connecting to making that mind body connection that can allow us to really ground ourselves like in our blackness. You know what I mean? Cuz I feel like the more we kind of reconnect to those practices that our ancestors did, like those holistic right? and spiritual practices, it can really help you connect to your blackness and feel that pride about your culture. Cause we are in the world that seeks to make us feel like we're less than, Right. you know what I mean? So I wonder if that's something that, um, that you consider in your practices, like just that ancestral part of it. Absolutely. And what I was just thinking of, as you were talking, it's like, our power gets diminished, right? Yes. Like through society and through all the things that we've learned. Um, but definitely <laughs> these are practices that our ancestors did, right? Yeah. Back, back, way back when. <laughs> and so just to be able to connect, I think for me personally, um, it makes me it makes me feel closer to my ancestors and yeah. I want to know more. I want to dig deeper. I want to know like more about like, you know, like the DNA test and like where I come from and all yeah. of those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and just to know that I can, heal myself. Mm. And that power is is really within for us. Oh my goodness. It's so, so powerful. It is. Yeah. I love that you said that. That was really soothing to hear you say. <laughs> so you do wellness retreats, right? Um, can you talk about this? I know you have a couple coming up. Um, yes. Talk about your wellness retreats and healing in community. Because I think that's super important for us as like black and brown women to heal in community. Can you talk about that? Yes. So wellness retreats came to me um, actually by going on a few of my own wellness retreats. Hmm. So just being in this healing space, like wanting to be around like-minded women and like-minded people, I started looking for like yoga retreats, right? Like I'm into yoga. Let me find some yoga retreats I can go to. 
And I've been on a few wellness retreats that are like, wow, like this is a beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. Like if I could just get more people on board to like really experience what it's like to um, to heal in that group setting. Right. To heal with like minded women and like minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that in therapy, a lot of people are uncomfortable with the idea of like speaking aloud like what some of their struggles are yeah but I feel like that's what retreats do like it shows you that you're not alone on your journey and you find comfort in knowing that there are other people other women just like you who are going through life experiences Mm. so I was like okay me as a therapist right Mm -hmm. I'm licensed and I'm trained to do this work, to do these workshops Mm -hmm. around healing so we can have the talk piece of that group experience, but then also have the holistic practices, right? And bring them into a space together and um, teach, right? Teach, hold space for people, educate clients Mm. on what it means to rest, right? So we mentioned rest earlier, you're disconnected, you're detached when you come on a wellness retreat. Mm. It teaches you how to sit with that discomfort of being still mm. and you're not alone. Oh my gosh, and I love so that. I just wanted to offer that as another service um, to women, to, like you said, like us, mm-hmm. black and brown women, we can hold space for each other and we can meet like-minded people. I've met some great friends on wellness retreats. Oh, that's beautiful. And yes. it, it's making me also think of the fact that like, like you're saying with therapy, there's a time and place for therapy. Absolutely. Yeah. But I always tell like my clients or just people in general that like, it does take a community. It's, you can't just do therapy and think that's the end all be all. It's super helpful. Absolutely. We're right. trying to keep our jobs here. But also, what else can you do? Because there is that healing that can come when you're around other people, because we tend to feel like we suffer by ourselves, yes. right? And that yes. no one else, and we all suffer, we all go through challenges. And we, but we tend to think it's just us. But when you get into like those spaces and hear other people's stories and see that, oh, I'm not alone, there's healing yes. to that part too, just that connection, as you're saying, right? Absolutely. There's healing to knowing you're not alone. You meet like-minded people. So it's like as you're, you know, finding your new tribe or finding that supportive, mm-hmm. healthy tribe, you may you may be in a space where you feel lonely or you feel isolated because you are growing mm-hmm. and you're making space for newness, right? Oh, yeah. But you meet people and it's a reminder that there are people out here like you, mm-hmm. people on your journey, people that can support you. And something else that it does too. If you're an anxious person and you're afraid to travel alone, mm-hmm. it gets you out of that comfort zone of that fear, right? Yeah. Um, you travel to a new place, mm-hmm. meet new people, mm-hmm. and you get outside your box. And so there's healing to that as Ooh, well. That part. I love mm-hmm. that. And we talked about this before when we did like our pre-interview. We talked about how beneficial it is to have a therapist run these types of groups, right? Because- yes. You know, I've definitely been in spaces where I have people leading things or workshops that are around mental health or something that could be triggering. And mm-hmm. that leader or that person facilitating isn't like trauma informed. And as a therapist, I sit there and go, oh my gosh, I hope they have something in place to kind of help those who may be triggered by conversations. So I think the fact that you're a therapist leading that is critical. And that's what sets you apart when it comes yes. to these retreats. So can you talk about that a bit, like the importance of having someone like you, a therapist, lead these types of events? Absolutely. So being a therapist, being, you know, 
educated credential to do this type of work, right? Like we have these licenses that <laughs> make us, we are training, <laughs> diagnose and treat these you know, mental health and illness. And there's really no way to talk about healing and growth without some type of trauma coming up. Yes. Oh right? my gosh, that part. Yeah. And so I feel like we're able to pick up on, you know, mm-hmm. body language. We're able mm-hmm. to pick up on things through people's voices, their tones, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. different behaviors that they may be exhibiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm able to to just hold a safe space for them. Yeah. To let them know I see them, mm-hmm. to validate them and how they feel, um, and to help them feel safe on this new experience mm-hmm. um, in this wellness space and then also on the retreat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. A, mm-hmm. And then with yoga too, it's like, you know, there's trauma informed yoga. Yes. So there might be certain poses, there may be certain breath work that's not um, recommended for somebody who has a trauma background. And so by, you know, there are certain questions that I ask when somebody mm-hmm. comes along with a review. Like if you have a background, if you have anything I need to be mindful of mm-hmm. so that I know. And it, it helps you feel safe being there. Mm, creating a safer space by being mm-hmm. trauma-informed. And right. I love that you said that with the yoga, because um, I did like a trauma-informed yoga class years ago, just because I wanted to see what it was about and the mm-hmm. gentleness that is there and the awareness that is there. Yeah. Just being in that presence was so healing, just to know that this person that's facilitating is mindful and aware and are doing their best to not only curate a safe environment, but to ensure that I feel safe. Like that's powerful. It's so important. And it just helps you to feel safe to try these new techniques, right? To get outside your comfort zone. A lot of this stuff feels awkward for people initially. Mm -hmm. And so if you have somebody that you feel like understands you and understands where you come from, Mm -hmm. you're able to relax in it and be open to it a little bit more. And actually enjoy the experience. Um, and and I the reason why, like I said, I mentioned that and the importance and signifying the fact that you are a trauma informed person therapist who's doing these retreats is for people who are listening, like, who are thinking about retreats, especially as we enter as, as we're in the new year, that you're making an informed decision, right? There are a lot right. of retreats out there, you know. There are a lot of things out there who that are really great things going, you know that are are occurring, but make sure that you're informed. Make sure you ask those questions about, is this person trauma-informed? How gentle are they in the space? How safe um, is the space? How are they curating that space so that you are making an informed decision? Because there's a level of vulnerability that comes in those spaces. So it's really important to be informed. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So you have a podcast right? Your podcast, a vibe called wellness, where I love this. You said therapy and wellness and vibes collide. So talk to us about your podcast. I love that. Yes. So a vibe called wellness is a podcast with myself and with another therapist, Mm -hmm. Siobhan Jones. And we just talk about therapy and wellness. And we wanted to, it's, it's in a way that makes it comfortable, right? That makes it like, okay, like it's okay for me, like you said earlier, to to heal, but also I need to learn how to have fun. I need to learn how to create joy in my life. Mm -hmm. And so we're not talking about, you know, anything that we're talking about is around how you can be well, but how you can be balanced. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's all the things that we don't really hear about adulting that come up for us. And so we hold (laughs) that space um, for people just to like, it's okay. Like it's, it's life. Like we get it. 
Yeah. We all experience things. And again, yeah. we're creating that safe space mm. with a little vibe and a little, you know, a little fun to it. I love so. it. I love it. And you're right. Adulting, like, whew, this is a, this has been an experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This one is experience. So, (laughs) but I love that you're combining that true element into like your podcast and talking about that because, oh gosh, y'all, it's been a time. It's been a time. Um, (laughs) And I wanted to shout out really quickly your business, Flourishing with Mind, your therapy practice, because you have all these Black clinicians with you, all these Black women. I do. Oh my gosh. Pandemic happened and yeah. we grew like we took off so fast. Um, but I wanted to be able to just help as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. But you always, you know, you realize within yourself like you can't help everybody. Yes, <laughs> like I can't do it all by myself. Yeah, and so having a team has been really super helpful. Um, just so that they can extend their services and I can show people that, you know, you might want to work with me and that's great, but I do have a team of other people who can help you and we specialize in the same things. Mm, I love that we've been doing, it's been super busy. We provide um, telehealth and then also like face-to-face therapy. Great. And then um, it also gives them that room to grow as well as clinicians. So being Mm. with a black clinician, somebody that understands them and their upbringing and then also our clientele, um, it gives them the room to grow too as therapists. Yes. I love that. Can you talk about like the power though of like when a black person sees you? Like, yes, I know, I mean, your pictures are online, right? So they could notice that, but like when they're actually talking to you and like that power, Mm -hmm. can you speak to that? Because I think um, a lot of times, especially people of color might be, you know, it's cultural reasons and all these things, why going to therapy might be a challenge, but yes. in seeking out a black therapist and your license in Georgia, y'all. So if you're in Georgia, <laughs> head yes. uh, but yeah, what is that power? Like, what does that feel like to you when it feels, mm-hmm. it feels really good? Like just to be able to help people help you know it's it's not just women like I help yeah. black and brown people but it's <laughs> mostly women mm-hmm. um to give them that safe space just to take it off like take that mm-hmm. armor off mm-hmm. that we have as we we're out here in life like doing life things right like mm-hmm. you know tackling all of the things all of the obstacles that we have mm-hmm. um as people as black and brown people as black and brown women in the workspace as as you know yes. the different roles that we play as mm-hmm. moms as wives as college students, like first generation people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful experience. Like, I really love what I do. Oh, my gosh. I and, really mm-hmm. love to see. I'm sorry. Like, I just was like, look, you can tell. Like, I just kept going. Go, um, keep going. But I just really love to see that progress that clients make. Like, we, from our initial session, like, mm-hmm. seeing them all the way through that treatment process. And mm-hmm. it's like, wow, like, they've learned and they're open and they've grown so much just by being able to connect with me. Yeah. I mean, and y'all don't people, y'all don't know how excited we as therapists get when like we see that resonance, right? When we see that you're healing because you are one, you're working on yourself, but you're in a a safer space because you're with us. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying every black therapist do, you know, you could still experience things no matter who it is, but the reality is like, I think for me, and as you're saying, as a therapist, like it's, 
I feel such pride and I'm proud to hold that space Mm -hmm. to create that container for you, you know, because I've definitely, in my experience, I've had clients tell me, you know, they, they've had therapists of different backgrounds and, you know, where it's been okay, it's been good. Or there's been a traumatic experience that they experienced in like a session. And now they're talking to me about it because they were just like, I don't, you know, it's, it was crazy, but you know, it, it is important, I think, to kind of just see yourself and to kind of have that resonance and that can, you know, really impact your healing process and therapy. I, I truly believe that, especially when it's someone that looks like you. Absolutely. Right? Like I've had them say all kind of stuff like, oh, like when I saw you and you had a hair wrap on, I was I just like, that. yes. Like, or they'll come and they, they might be like in their bonnet or whatever. Like I'm it's, it's okay. It's all good. Like, it's space for you to show up however you need to. Yes. My new moms with their babies, like yes. all of the things, like this is what we're here for. Yeah, that's what we're here for. And I love it too, as you're saying, because like, yeah, I have yes. clients, black women who show up anyway. And I'm like, I don't see anything different. Like this is, this is what I know, you know, or when I get box sprays, they're like, Manda with the box sprays. I'm like, yes, yes. you know what I mean? Like the, yes. it's just this level of connection. That's so beautiful. So mm-hmm. anyway, we're geeked about being black therapists. So we hope <laughs> yes. that you get geeked about it and that you find yourself a black therapist. Cause you know, we out here. Um, yes. <laughs> so let's shift gears back to self-care and this is self-care too. I think talking to people about black therapists and the power of it. Um, we're in the new year. People are energized, hopefully, or trying to be. Yes. How can someone who wants to prioritize their self-care get started? What is one thing you would say someone should probably do? Or several so things. I would, yeah, <laughs> I would say definitely take some time to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of days. So, well, maybe it's not a couple of days. Maybe it's a day. If you can mm-hmm. take a couple of days, take a couple of days, do some kind of like staycation or something mm-hmm. where you can like really disconnect from yes. all things life. Mm-hmm. So work, family responsibilities, whatever. And just really take some time to tune into yourself mm-hmm. and see what comes up for you, right? Mm-hmm. You can make a pie, like a plate, like your pie chart, like a plate, right? Mm-hmm. And you can look at your plate And you can kind of divide your plate into all of the different things that you have going on, right? Like how you spend your time in a day and really look at that plate and see if it aligns with your values, if it aligns with the things that you're passionate about, if it aligns with the things that give you joy. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, let's look at an empty plate Mm. and let's figure out how we might want to divide that plate up in the new year so that life can really reflect who we are as people. I love that. I love that idea of a plate and like mm-hmm. setting setting that plate and see if it if it aligns and if it doesn't get yourself a new plate, create a new dish, create a yes. new side, a new main course. Like yes. you got the Change power. So we get stuck, right? We do. We, we have so much power and we, we need to realize how much power we have over what we have in our lives, like yeah. what we entertain, mm-hmm. who we entertain, mm-hmm. the spaces that we spend time in, um, yeah. and like what comes in and what we put out too. Absolutely. When we talk about burnout and energy and wellness, right? Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned about if you are able to like take time for yourself, right? And it doesn't, like you're saying, it doesn't have to be like this 
full on drawn out type thing. It could be something small. Like what is a small thing you can do? And especially when it comes to like disconnecting, because I think Mm -hmm. we're connected to not only our devices, right, but to people, to our families, to our jobs, that that disconnection can really help rejuvenate, right? And there's something, depending on when this episode comes out in the new year, I already have like a weekend planned in January away from my family. And it's just me. And I did this back in May of 2022 because I I was just feeling like so overwhelmed with like responsibilities. I'm like, I need to not see these people that I love for a little bit. So, you know, I have my own little staycation, as you're saying. And I'm like, I'm going to do that again for the new year, starting my new year off that way. And being absolutely selfish is okay it doesn't mean you're ignoring your responsibilities. It doesn't mean you're not taking care. It means you're actually putting yourself first and that's all right. Do you find that's hard for people that you work with, like just putting themselves first overall? I do. I think that's the hardest thing. Um, So as you mentioned, it's just like remembering that you have to be selfish to part. You have to prioritize yourself Mm -hmm. because only you know what you need, right? Mm -hmm. Only you know Mm -hmm. how it feels, how it's showing up in your body, how it's showing up in your spirit. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to speak up. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to advocate for what you need. And you have to be able to create that space on your plate for yeah. what you need as well and put you on the plate. Yeah. So Oof. that guilt that might come up um, that's associated with letting go of things that may, lo- may no longer be serving you is normal. Mm-hmm. You may feel guilty for prioritizing yourself because you're learning a new way of thinking and prioritizing your time. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're learning a new thing about your worth. And what it means to put yourself first. Mm -hmm. And so there may be some discomfort there, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm glad you acknowledged that because that's going to be there. That, Like you said, the guilt. Like sometimes I would tell people my baseline as a mom and wife is guilt, but I ignore her because like I have to move forward, right? If not, but I love that you are stating that. I think that's so soothing for people to hear. Like it's normal. Like you're going to experience it, but you don't have to let it stop you from like prioritizing what you need for yourself. So thank you for normalizing and acknowledging that. Absolutely. Um, And really quickly, can you tell us the retreats you have planned and when they are? Everything will be in the show notes, but tell us about those two retreats you have coming up. I don't want to miss that part. (laughs) Yes. So I am doing two retreats. One is a self-love retreat and it is in Bali. So I'm going to Bali. Bali is a bar meal. Yes, taking a group to Bali and we're doing a self-love journey. So we're all of our workshops will be curated around what it means to prioritize yourself, love yourself. And Bali is just such a beautiful place to have that experience. And And so super excited about that is so spiritual. Like as soon as you step off the plane. So I love going there. Not in that airport though, I'll say that much. Oh yes. Yes. It's like as soon as you come out, it's like wow. Yeah. So peaceful. Yeah. And then I'm um, I'm also doing a self discovery retreat, and that one is in Tulum. Oh, and so we're gonna it's gonna be a, about all things self discovery. Um, I find that a lot of people outside of work and our responsibilities in like adulting, like we don't really know like who we are outside mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And so self discovery will be focused on all things like who are you outside of all of the stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Thank you for sharing. So, I want to make sure we got yes. that out there. I want people to yes. go attend, get so, that healing. 
Yes, Tulum is in May. Okay. Um, 2023. And then Bali is in July. Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with the listeners. All right. Last two questions for you. What is one thing you want Black and Brown women to know in 2023? One thing that I want Black and Brown women to know this year and beyond is that you matter. Mm -hmm. Your voice matters. What you have to say, how you feel, your experience, it matters. Um, Take some time to validate yourself. And by doing that, the people around you will do the same thing. Yeah, I love that. Once you set that example and be that leader and validating yourself, like you said, other people would do it it themselves. That's powerful. Powerful. All right. Last question. What makes you an audacious Black girl? What makes me an audacious Black girl is that I am definitely bold in who I am, not only as a therapist, but as a person. So (laughs) it's being able to think outside the box, being able to um, take the road less traveled. Like I'm always wanting to just find things out for myself, like really get the knowledge versus what society tells me about life or whatever it might be. Um, But I am going to find a way or make a way. to live, to be happy, to be free. And that is my message. Like that is what I want other people to experience as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much. You are an audacious black girl and I appreciate you being on the show. Can you tell people your handles, like where they can find you on the socials? Yes. So on Instagram, I am therapy with Ricky. I am also Therapy with Ricky on YouTube. My website is Therapy with Ricky. And the group practice is Flourishing Minds. So it's um, the website is Flourishing Minds. And we also have a group page as well. It's Flourishing Minds LLC. Awesome. Great. So it will all be in the show notes, everybody. Um, and so definitely check that out. And she also has a self-care ebook right? Um, That will be in the show notes. So definitely um, check that out as well. So you can get started on your self-care journey. But thank you so much, Ricky. I appreciate you chatting with us and talking to all the audacious black girls that are listening. And hopefully they all practice their self-care and get that going for themselves in the new year. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for um, just holding the space for all the audacious black girls. (laughs) Thanks. All right, everyone. Peace. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you stay in touch. Follow me on Instagram at Audacious Black Girl. If you have questions or comments, or maybe you want to collaborate, if you're an Audacious Black Girl, reach out to me at Amanda at AudaciousBlackGirl.com and join my email list. I send weekly inspiration and empowerment for all of my Audacious Black Girls. Everything's in the show notes. Until next time, peace.